Welcome, everyone, and join me, your host, Cole, as we enter the Den of Meverden with the brothers, Andrew and Bryce Meverden. How are you doing today, Bryce? Pretty good today. Nice morning going on. Got a little, uh, going a little sparkling water this morning. No Trulies here, unfortunately. That's on me. But doing good. Baseball weekend coming up. So then we got my brother who's already 10 bag, 10 in the bag. So I'll flip it over to that kid. When you got a vacation, you got a vacation. What do you do? You drink Trulies every day. You don't care about the time on the clock. The time on the clock doesn't matter. Vacation every hour that you're on vacation is drinking hour. Am I wrong, Cole? I wouldn't say. I, I mean, personally, I think a glass of water to start your day and maybe a couple to end it would probably be a good decision. But uh, I'm not going to pass up on, on an opportunity to drink some Trulies. At all. Bingo. And yeah, the only, ooh, you want to drink some water? You want to prevent a hangover? Be a man. Who cares about the hangover? Keep drinking those Trulies all throughout the night. Fall asleep maybe with the Truly in your hand and drop it, spill it all over the floor. That's what I want. You know, I'm at the age where if I get a hangover, like I'm down for the next day. You're at that age. I got three years of you and that's, that's like a four day just dead. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm in on that 100%, but I do enjoy waking up the next morning knowing that I have finished off two 24 packs of Trulies. That is a quite well, an accomplishment well, in my book. I mean, Andy's talking about a bender there, you know, like, ah, oh, just drink every time. I remember the last time me and him were in L.A. together, and he he had a good old Irish car bomb at the Irish pub. Let's just say that kid the next day was still puking. Well, you know, that happens, well, to, that happens to every champ. Every champ has their downtime, but do you get back up? You keep on going. Exactly. You exactly. You're going to get punched in the face in life. You're going to get knocked down to the canvas. Now, the true moment that once you get knocked down on the canvas, how you respond, that's what defines you. Not that you got knocked down. It's how you respond to that that defines you. And if you're a person that gets up off the canvas, you are a person that should work for this company. Okay, so I think this is a pretty decent way to go with this. Which Marvel superhero oh, in the movies, in the Avengers, has gotten the shit kicked out of them the most? We're talking about think? a man that gets off the canvas? A man that gets up and fights for America? We're talking about Captain America, a man that his story all revolved around how he first started was getting the shit kicked out of him. He was like five foot two, maybe 100 pounds, and he turned into the science experiment that nobody thought he was ever going to pan out. He kept getting denied by the military to join because of his underlying health conditions, but he kept fighting. He persevered. He lied. Who cares? And he got in, and he became this project, and eventually, ba-boom, Captain America came alive. I think that's a pretty good one, Andy. But I also look at, like, Iron Man. Like, the dude was getting tortured and living in a cave for the first, what, two months of the movie? 60, 30 days, something like that? That's a good point. That movie... A man was also getting beat up pretty good. And then I also, I look at uh, probably the biggest beat down in the movie of a superhero came by, uh, I mean, Hulk got beat down the worst, I think. The dude got so scared. By Thanos. Yeah, bro. But I think 
the continue so if we're just talking if we bring it in to a whole picture Captain America had the shit beat out of him his whole life and he got back up off the canvas yeah Tony Stark went through you know two months of that but ultimately he lived the life other outside that two months rich famous any woman that he wanted Hulk pretty probably was pretty fortunate too being a doctor and all that stuff Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think, and that's about all I got for like Avengers that were beat down quite badly for the most part multiple times. Yeah. The other I mean, one, I, and I do think about Captain too. He also beat himself up, which is pretty impressive. In a uh, Endgame. Yeah, and if you're talking about just if you're talking about just a beat down, just one fight, or throughout lifetime, you could look at uh, Star Lord as well because you know. All the stuff that he had to go through without any parents. Yeah, that's a good one. I agree with Cole, though. I think Iron Man, throughout the whole thing, is his beatdowns and then his with the first Avengers. And I kind of look at it more of what he's all done, pretty much just dying every freaking time almost. Isn't that almost all heroes, though? And like certain Black ones, Panther. yeah. Like your, like your really main ones are like the ones that usually pretty much die, or pretty much almost die. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they really die. It's just that they come really close. Well, but then they don't. I mean, it's, it's well, that silly, but obviously, Iron Man is dead in the Marvel universe right now. In the movies, the, I mean, the large exception to that is the End Game movie, but that's it. Outside the end game, you take remove end game from all superhero movies. It's all always the superhero gets fought till almost extinction, and then boom, rallies back and somehow throws. He's on his freak. He's he's about to drop to the ground, and then he just throws a giant right hook back. Well, I mean, I mean, let's get into that then. We're speaking about end game, and you know, it's broken down into two parts. And I'm curious about this because now. We're talking about these heroes and stuff, and we'll get into them individually. But now, you think about the movies, right? And we talked about that when we were in our last podcast, talking about the DC universe. Marvel did a heck of a job from the very beginning, building the franchise, and even have like you know certain orders, like Andy brought up earlier today, of how you're supposed to watch them to get to the end. Well, in Endgame, we had just a bunch of things going on where they went back in time to try to get all the pieces and stuff to be able to beat Thanos and bring back everyone else. And that makes it a real interesting point through a movie. I thought Marvel like with movie wise, and I'm pretty sure I think you two will agree with me is they kind of kicked the living crap out of DC when it comes to movies in the last 10 years. I mean, yeah, but that conversation should say for uh, the next episode. Mm -hmm. I I think let's just talk about how, no, I'm just saying they like did. how they did. Like, yeah. it, it was phenomenal what they were actually able to do. Like, just incredible. And Infinity War is my favorite superhero movie of all time, no questions asked. And Ooh. Endgame was in that top five as well. If you put them together, they're number one just because they're kind of like a part one, part two. Like, they, they just fit together. But you can't really have one without the other. Right. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the ending. Infinity War was special because it was 
the movie where I think, at least for me, I thought it was probably going to be the last Avengers of that like phase of the first four phases, but then it ended up they ended up losing, and that was so unique that no 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 superheroes normally lose at the end of the movie. No, yeah, and yeah, so twenty three movies is what encompassed this uh, Marvel Avenger universe, right? Twenty three movies and. Outside of Hulk, all of them were phenomenal movies. Like, um, I wouldn't go that far. Mm-mm. Wouldn't say There's phenomenal. I I didn't care for Captain Marvel. That just it wasn't for me. I didn't yeah. mind it, but seventy percent on the Rotten Tomato meter, baby. Oh, I'm I'm stunned by how much money it's made compared to other movies. But like, I was just shocked, and I mean. It's awesome that it did super well, and there's going to be a, a sequel here in the next two or three years. But I, it's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, that's the woman that that's the movie I want to see coming up. I'd rather watch like Black Widow or rewatch something else. Fair enough. Yeah, but 23 movies, I don't see much bad. So, no, not at all, Andy. I mean, I, I see thought a lot of great. Yeah, I mean, we talk about Colbrob how they lost in Infinity War, and you're not used to seeing that in when the superheroes team up or anything and just end like that. Usually, obviously, you want the victory. And even then, you think about going into Endgame. I mean, it was a victory, but it was also a loss at the same time. Because, I mean, obviously, I hope everyone that's listening, if you haven't watched it, please watch because it's really good. But, you know... At the end there, Captain America was able to pick up Thor's hammer. That was kind of a really cool moment. And then, like, the biggest ending, though, is obviously Iron Man sacrifices himself to save the universe and and Thanos. And that's kind of a huge loss because it definitely tied up one of the main guys, obviously, for the Marvel Universe when it comes to the Avengers and stuff. And now, with the direction is we're all wondering where do they go next? Kind of, you have talks before like Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange number 2, M- Captain Marvel, Spider-Man again. And it's just really interesting how they ended it like with Iron Man dying because he was kind of the beacon of the Avengers. I mean, I would say he's the guy. Yeah, uh, they, the Marvel still got a great plan in place, though, I would say. So they got Black Widow coming out, the Falcon and the right. Winter Soldier, Eternals, um, Shang-Chi, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, the, uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, Loki, What If, I think that one's a TV show on Disney+, Plus. Hawkeye, Thor, Love and Thunder. So they have, they have a great plan in place already, so like they kind of know... The interesting thing is, like you said, though, is to see what's going to happen now that most of the Avengers are dead, right? Doctor Strange, who could see the future, said that this was the only way. So I'm curious what that way was and how this future is going to scope the rest of the landscape of the Marvel Universe. Well, I mean, you say the one way. I mean, obviously, the one way was obviously seeing Tony Stark die. But I agree with you. What tails into more of him doing all those possibilities. Now, granted, the possibilities... And what we're supposed to understand is it was only for how to beat Thanos. But there could be more into it that we don't know that they could lead in later. 
Now the producers, the what is it, the Russo brothers, they said uh, that they're not gonna. Supposedly, there's not gonna be another Avengers movie and stuff. So, <clears throat> in that note, I don't know if they're playing with you or whatever. You know what I mean? You I, I think things. you'll see a uh, gaggle of superheroes come together. It may not be called the Avengers, but it'll be the new shape or form of the Avengers with a different name. Right, and the Russos, they they, they like playing those game mind games all like. Before, like you, know, um, back when these other movies, they used to put out false trailers and stuff just to get people to think one way instead of the other. So it's kind of a big mastermind. Yeah, that was pretty. Sweet. We don't know exactly what to expect, and I'm super excited about it because you have Spider-Man that was going great. Now I'm jumping over just to Spider-Man's movie. We all have seen the last one where it was um, far away from home. You know, they leave on a huge cliffhanger after. Uh, Mysterio Man reveals Peter Parker as Spider-Man. And it's interesting because in the first one, they show Scorpion, who's also a bad guy against um, Spider-Man later on in the universe and stuff. So these guys absolutely are just rocking out in the Marvel universe and just knocking out of the park with these movies. And I'm so excited to see who's the next bad guy in their single movies. And how if they're going to be in each other's trailers at the very end and stuff and how things are going to kind of mix and match a little bit. I think one thing we have to look at for this new phase four and phase five coming up is when they decide to actually do a group up movie again, because there's no way they don't, they make so much money. It's just too hard not to. Who is the leader of the group? Well, I mean, because you ooh. could argue it was either Iron Man or Captain America. Not anymore. But to me, there's only one option right now that's left. But I, the character is just there's so much development that's still needed for this character. I struggle with them giving him the reins to something so. Popular. Let me guess. You're going you're gonna to say Peter Parker. No, I thought he was. Yeah, it's the only one I it's the only one I see that could be potentially be the leader of this next group of heroes. Following in Iron Man's footsteps, he is super close with Fury right now. It just makes a lot of sense to me, but I don't understand how they could possibly do it with him. Do you guys see like anybody else that could be in the upcoming or people that we haven't heard about yet? Yeah, um, Who, who did Captain America kind of give his shield there at the end to? The Falcon. He gave it to Falcon. So that's who I would see, the Falcon. Uh, and again, no, that's, a, that's no. a guy that, you know, you need a lot more development out of his character. A lot more has to come with that for him to lead the group. But I don't know. I don't see Peter Parker, Spider-Man as the guy. And maybe maybe it could could come with development, but I I just don't see it. No, I mean I like Bucky. Okay, over Bucky would Falcon. be nice too. Yeah, just because he was he was a former leader in World War II of a military group, so he's got he's one of the only guys that has like experience leading a group, unless it's somehow going to be Peter Quill. Hey, no, 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 Peter Quill, baby, boys. You got two guys you're not even seeing that could be it. Doctor Stranger 4. 
I love Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is probably one of my favorite superheroes on the planet. I don't he just he, he just always seems, I don't think Thor's going to be alive. He, they just both always seem like supporting uh super Well, yeah, but Thor is a king in all in the sense and Doctor Strange like I, before I think Peter Parker would take over, I think it's going to be guided by one of those two and I agree with Cole. Eventually I could see Peter Parker taking the role. Now it's going to be the Avengers or who, another guy and just think about it. You got Black Panther. Yeah. Black Panther. Ruler of Wakanda. I think you could see so, Black Panther easy all day and twice on Sunday. I mean, yeah, that that's that's pretty yeah. pick, Bryce. You got to give it to you there. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you got to look at like who wants to take over as a leader. Well, I get uh, Peter Parker, but him being young and playing as the kid still, I think it's too early. Now, granted, if they do it like ten years later on in life and stuff, eventually, yeah. But I mean, you got Thor, Strange, and then you have Black Panther. Those would be obviously my top three guys I could see, and obviously Black Panther would be number one. He's already a king. He already leads his own army in the sense, you know. So, he's kind of a, well, he, he's a badass. Yeah, where I can see that one is because it's still in the world, right? He's still the king, but it's in on Earth, where Thor is a different universe entirely. Well, technically, his home was destroyed, so now he's on Earth. Well, he's with the Guardians right now in space. Yes, they went. I mean, granted, they went back, but he was on Earth, and kind of that's his home now, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, but he gave the leadership up to that uh, to the yeah. They renamed it. Yeah, that she's now uh, the queen in the sense or whatever. Which is the th- funny thing because there is a comic and stuff like where there's a woman that takes over and stuff. I don't think Thor's going to be around long enough to be the like the true leader no. of the next. I I think he's. I don't. The Guardians <gasps> Part Three or Volume mm-hmm. Three. I could see that being the end of Thor. Yeah. No, I could see where, and we look at how everything's tying in, right? So we have Spider Man. We have Theory. In space with the aliens from Captain Marvel. Now I don't know if there's another big threat coming. Where I think maybe that's how Thor gets taken out, sacrificing himself or whatever. But I don't. I don't think there's much left. I agree. I don't think there is much left with Thor. I think he's the next one that's like the sacrificial lamb kind of thing. Though it is interesting with the next movie, Love and Thunder, coming out. We know that. Uh... The, it's going to be Nat, Natalie taking over as Thor, getting her own movie. I could also see Thor being involved in that somehow. Like, Guardians happens first, potentially. He, they come back to Earth. She gets this power. She's losing. Thor sacrifices himself, takes a arrow to the heart or something like that, spear. And the next thing you know, she goes ballistic, rains down heavenly thunder on whoever Boom. Else. I think that could be kind of unique. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea at all. No, I got a few of those good ideas. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just really interesting what can happen here with the movie concept of what's been going on. I mean, and some of them were like, okay, we don't even know who might be the bad guy in the next one. I think Strange is – Doctor Strange, I feel like it's kind of was given out in the sequel – 
or in the sorry in the credits kind of like how the other guy who was good kind of turning bad you know but other than that any one of these you know you don't know who's going to technically be the bad guy in one of those movies little little plot little side twist here but i'm i'm also excited apparently marvel's coming out with blade okay blade movies yeah rebooted yeah they they want to redo them yeah fantastic four yeah well because the when they reach out to reboot fantastic four the uh the first time it absolutely was terrible and flopped well they didn't make it right who somebody no they didn't yeah no they didn't but i'm saying when what the remake was it flopped so they want to marvel wants to take over and make it something because then that's more you can add in and blade that wasn't obviously marvel from before either it's but a, I don't yeah, it's, see. It's I don't see those guys. It's going to be interesting to see how good these movies and comics are now with the the great, almost a godlike figure, Stan Lee, passing away. Yeah, that's. I feel like the Russos are on a good track and all. Granted, obviously Stan Lee was a huge part of everything, but now without him, it's yeah, Stan Lee is he created all these characters from nothing. Yep, so, you're and correct. He was always in a part. He was always had a part, a hand in the movies. So, um, trying to give, probably giving them the ideas for the movie and all that stuff that comes along with it to make these movies as great as they are. No, and, and you I'm see that not by him wrong. getting featured in all these movies. Yeah, that was probably one part of the deal of he helps them out. He gets to be in the movie for a little bit. For like a quick thirty seconds, dope dope little fucking segments. Like when he was, no, he had some great. Like Spider Man, he made sure he was in the first Spider Man, you know. And when they're sitting there fighting each other, he's just sitting there as a librarian or whatever, just looking at the book or whatever, or a bus driver. Just nice little camos. So that Fantastic Four movie was. um... It looks like 20th Century Studios was the one of the main production partners. Okay. Yeah. Who? And it was 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Trash. Now Marvel's going to take it over and sculpt it into something great. What do you think about them like possibly redoing the... Or not redoing, but doing their own take on the X-Men too? Like, I've seen that kind of float around a little bit as I well. I didn't mind the X-Men and stuff, like, from what we do until they got to, like, Futures past and first class and whatever else they did afterwards. I thought that was kind of a downfall. Like the movie Logan, I thought it was a good tie to end it for that. But now you're going to redo it. It's like the biggest thing when you redo this stuff is finding somebody to do the role. Yeah, which is something that I would say. So we didn't really talk about this, how well Marvel has done picking the actor for their characters. They've done a phenomenal job, and it's only almost been perfect every fucking time. But I think, uh, to to answer your question on X-Men, I think the juice has been milked out of that. I think all the juice has been milked out of it. They've made so many movies on X-Men, and they weren't bad movies. I don't really want to see any more. Boy, you would never say that about Spider-Man, right? True, true, and maybe it's just not because I. It might be because I'm not. A, I don't really care for the X Men. I'm not a big X Men buff. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I, the, 
I only watched um the Wolverine movies. That's literally the only X Men movies I have actually watched. So like, I'm not like. Obviously, we're not like the experts and people like diehard fans, but I think it's something where I would like them to try it because I'm so invested in all these Marvel movies now that I would like to see what they could actually do with something that's another big project because they are kind of their own standalone giant movie franchise. Hmm. But I mean, if they don't, they don't. I think I'd rather have them hit actually on a fantastic four, to be honest with that being one of their new movies that potentially, I really want to see fantastic four do well. You know, you bring up the X-Men, right? And I'm ready and... for Doctor Strange, baby. So, we brought up X-Men, Cold Dead, and I'm starting to think, you, you realize this, boys, Deadpool. Now, they brought in somewhat of the X-Men in the sense, or at least they're part of the universe, oh, in with on. him in You're number two. This. Are, are we gonna, are you gonna see. trying to see we're going to see the comic Deadpool kills the whole Marvel universe? No, I wasn't going to go that far. I was just going to say is we might get Deadpool to be in camos and stuff right away with these X-Men movies where eventually he's there with the X-Men helping out. Or I don't I want to see I don't see the Marvel going the way of killing all the X-Men from Deadpool. I could see the part of having them kind of tie in with each other since they already started that from Deadpool 2 with X-Men. So who produced Deadpool? I don't know off the top of my head. Let's find out. Steve, Steve, can you look that up? I think that's super interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that was another 20th Century Fox. Okay. Which who did those? I'm pretty sure those were the people who originally did X-Men. Right. Which I think this makes it really tough because X-Men is now owned by Disney and if Disney wants to restart the X-Men I don't know how they do that that's a good point Deadpool unless they keep Deadpool in their own because Deadpool movies were like really good 85% on Rotten Tomatoes 8 out of 10 on IBDM IBDP I I think I think they should yeah no 100% if they they can make two different X-Men universes I think it's I think it's an area that you, you don't want to get into because one's already established as a really good movie. No series. facts, and so Deadpool, I don't. He's not a hero. He's an anti-hero. He's not gonna, and he's not gonna join this cult-like X-Men to be a hero. He is a lone wolf, lone ranger. That's what he does, and he does what he wants. He does it uh, at his discretion for his, his prerogative. He's not gonna join some clique and do what he's told to do. No, and I'm not saying he would join them or anything. I'm just saying you could see maybe camos if that's the route they wanted to go. So what about this? We get the X-Men, blah, blah, blah. We get the first one that tells the story. The second one, we get uh, kind of a big baddie going on. Big baddie's got a really good, really strong henchman. And Deadpool's kind of like, screw it. I don't want the Earth to die. I don't want us to be taken over. So he doesn't fight with them, like per se, but as they're all going against the big baddie, he's just kind of taking on this number one henchman like 25, 45 minutes beforehand and just taking him out of the picture. Not fighting with them, 
but just fighting nearby, just kind of being like a cloud and helping them out a little bit, taking some of the sunlight off of them. I mean, I I could see it. I could see it. But in the end, I would say Deadpool can kill whoever he wants. I mean, so the comic that I alluded to earlier, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. He literally kills the entire Marvel Universe. So if he wants to kill somebody, consider yourself dead. I mean, that would be a spicy, spicy way for them to end everything. <laughs> phase five, after, like, say they go phase six. After phase six, we get their big movie, they all die. And now we're getting all these, we get, like, four Deadpool movies in a row where he takes out, like, two Avengers, at a, or two, two Marvel superheroes at a time. How pissed do you think so many people I would are? love it. I would be, people would be pissed, you're right, but I would fucking love it, dude. Deadpool just going in there, putting his nutsack on people's faces and being cocky about it. Well, the dude's immortal, so that makes him a pretty tough He can't tough die! Technically, he could if they play the way they did on uh, number two of Deadpool. Using the thing where it dampers his powers. Then his cancer would continue to spread. But are but are superheroes so savage they would be willing to do something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah, so? dude. They're gonna go at any lengths to win. I mean, I look at know. the Thanos I think, thing. I, I think Cole's got a point here with superheroes and their moral compass, right? I don't dude. think they'll do anything or whatever it takes because they still have to look themselves in the mirror at the end of the day. And they have such a high standard, a high, so uh, their ethics are un. You're telling me like someone like Bucky wouldn't unworldly. Now, now you're getting it twisted because now you're going off a Bucky that was fucking mind controlled. Doesn't matter. He still would kill if he was mind controlled. Sure, but I no, he, he still he, would. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I'm with Bryce on this one. He, I mean, he still would kill. But, I mean, he was a soldier in World War II, so I don't think, like, he would be, like, all in on, like, tear gassing, like, people and stuff. But I I think if I'm Deadpool, you have to, like, pick your targets. And one of the first people that <coughs> would be smart to take out would be him and Strange. Yep. Oh, Strange would be tough. Strange with the Time Stone is definitely a challenge because he just keeps redoing it, resetting it. Strange is a savage. But... I like Strange, but I do think that – I don't think that, like, how Strange won in the first movie is how he could beat Deadpool with l- trapping him in an eternal loop. I think it's going to come down to somehow where, like, he would have to – I don't I don't know. That's weird. That would be a fun fight. Someone who resets time against someone who can't die. That would be something – Oh, that's funny that you brought up with that, that- – Early talk earlier talking about huge ass whoopings with the time loop. How many times did Doctor Strange get his ass whooped? <laughs> he literally died, literally died like fifty times in one movie. Okay, we might have to redo that order on who got their ass beat the most. The dude died so much in so many different ways. He died more than Iron Man. <laughs> and Iron Man is one of the only people that has died. Iron Man and Widow are literally the only deaths 
It's strange died like thirty times in one movie. And he he's oh. still alive, right? He didn't die at the end of the Endgame, did he? No. No, he's still alive. Yeah. He's you can't you see you can't kill him. Well, then we could have said the same thing about his mentor, but his mentor ended up dying. So, like, you can definitely uh, oh, yeah, put yeah, it to for him. Sure. I'm just saying that's crazy how much this dude has gone through, and he's still alive. He's still one of the one of the uh, Marvel characters that's standing. And the movie will come out on my birthday in 2021. So if you guys are thinking of getting me a gift, just give me a, a ticket to the movies. Seriously. Oh, sure. I'm in on that. I, that's like three bucks for even me. And so we're all going to watch this on Andy's that's birthday that's next that's... year? 120%. Oh, right. Oh, when is this day? May 7th. Exactly? Put it in May your 7th. Calendar. May 7th of 2021. Yep. Well, now, hey, okay. now all the fans know, Andy, maybe they'll send you some uh, birthday gifts. No, I don't need it. Oh, okay. That's what I tell my parents, too, and my grandparents. No, you don't have to give don't me need a gift. It. That's right, because you know why? <laughs> we are, from the Denim Everton, from the start, we pick people that have great a great foundation and work for everything themselves. They don't need to be handed anything in life. They'll fight for it. They'll claw for it and take what it what they want and what is theirs. Andy, on the site you're looking at for when uh, your thing May seventh for um, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is coming out. What's the date that your article is like posted? Mm, or updated? Good question. Good question. Because I'm finding a lot of March 25th, and I, this article I'm looking at came out June 13th. So I got July 20th, but this was 2019. Okay, so yeah, this is June 13th, 2020, Damn. which is interesting that yours is later than mine. Yeah, because you'd think everything would so get like, pushed back in time. Yeah, so that's what I, I like. Yours seems much more accurate than the one I'm. Yeah, definitely. At we'll right. see what happens though in the uh, the next couple months to a year with everything that's probably going to have to get pushed back and see if that affects the dates that they have currently. Have you guys watched any of like the, the TV shows for these from Marvel or no? Um, I personally, I've tried to watch Daredevil. I watched Punisher's first season and stuff. And to be honest, I couldn't get into it as much as, I could with my other universe. I don't, I think where Marvel kicks the living crap out of everyone with the movies, I feel like they really severely lack on the TV show part. Maybe I'm biased. Yeah. But a little. So I think Daredevil, uh, yeah. I think Daredevil was really good. Daredevil is a really good uh, a TV show. I think Punisher lacked a little. I don't think Punisher's that great. Like you can make a TV show out of them. Um, but not also they, really. I feel like he's a movie guy. But also, right, they had Jessica Jones, which that one was really good as well. So I, I watched Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and those are really good TV shows. What about like Luke Cage? I tried to get into the. Audience. I didn't watch Luke Cage, but I should. Do you guys, do you guys know the Iron? Yeah, Fist? I, I, that that turned me off right there. The stupid Iron Fist stuff. Yeah. See, like I like the Iron Fist so. Back back when I was like in middle school, um, do you guys remember Disney XD? Yeah. So there was a show about Spider Man and how he made like he formed a team, 
and Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist were on there. And I like that Iron Fist a lot more because he, like, had control of his powers. Well, this the Iron Fist they made for, like, the Iron Fist show, like, he didn't really have, like, great control of his powers. He, like, he couldn't, like, use it anytime he wanted to, like, in a snap. So, I mean, I got about five episodes in, and I kind of, I couldn't really rock out with it. And I really liked the Iron Fist character from that yeah. show. So, so, so just looking at the numbers here, uh, from the professionals and Google users, Iron Fist was a flop. It was only 37% yeah, on the Rotten yeah. Tomatoes meter. But with that being said, like Luke Cage was an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes, liked by 91% of Google users. Daredevil was a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 94% of Google users liked it. So to say that they don't have good TV shows is 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 wrong. And Jessica Jones was 83% Rotten Tomatoes, 89% of Google users liked it. So what was they do uh, make Agent Shield? Agent, Agent Shield. Shield. Let's or... take a look. Agent Shield, ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes and ninety percent of Google. That's users funny liked though it. because after the first season, it was such a flop. They almost didn't read. They never almost gave up on it. Yeah, they. they I enjoyed the first it. season. Her was terrible. Oh yeah. Really? Our old roommate Matt even said that he goes, "It's absolutely garbage." I mean, there's seven seasons long, so people must have been watching it and liking it to renew it that many times from 2013. I to don't. Now. I don't think if if the first season is that bad, I mean, fine, but you can always fix it. And I think obviously they did. I heard it got obviously. I've heard other reports like it's better what longer it goes on and stuff. I know I'm gonna be biased. Definitely I'm going to take my other TV shows I watch from the other universe a lot more. I, I, I connect better with those, and I just couldn't – I just can't connect with the ones on Netflix and stuff for the Marvel ones. I do want to watch Jessica Jones. I think just – I've heard that's one of the best ones that I've heard about, and I would like – the one thing, though, where I think – okay, we know we need to save that topic. I'll save that point for our next show with you guys. I think it's something that's pretty interesting that – we can compare to the rest of these. Um, whoa, let's. So, who is your favorite out of the Iron Man, Thor, and uh, Captain? The big three. Iron Man. Iron Man. Twice, uh, yeah. Okay. Every again, every day and twice on Sunday. It's just uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays. Iron Man so well, they couldn't have picked a better freaking character. Just a bad boy mentality. I mean, homeboy's got DUIs and drug issues in real life, so he transitioned perfect to playing Iron Man in that cocky mentality, rich boy mentality. Yeah, I, I, I loved Iron Man. I thought he played it amazing, and I mean, now granted, we don't know who else played Iron Man or if they ever would, but it's just you look at it and you're like, damn, that's a good character to have for this role because you couldn't imagine. And, you know, we all know other actors and stuff, but you just think about it. You're like, I don't think anyone could have fit that role any better. I think it gets I think it's almost impossible to find an actor that would play a role better after you've had success and you get attached to that character like Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr., looks like Iron Man from every angle, every comic, every cartoon ever. His demeanor is 
identical. And he's that smug little rich boy who everybody's like, you didn't have to work for anything. Well, I mean, the dude only did build his own heart in an Iron Man suit and still ran like a billion dollar company. So, I mean, it's not like he didn't. Facts. Yeah, he's a genius. He's one of the smartest men in the world creating new technology that no one's ever seen before. Yeah, so he's not such some trust fund baby with a cocky attitude. No, yeah, he he was inher- he inherited wealth. He inherited a company, but he continued to build that company and make it more. Iron Man was a special trilogy to the point where most people are pretty happy with all three of them, and I think that's something that you can't normally say for movies. Facts. Like. How much did you guys watch the old Sparty Spider-Man movies? Oh, uh, you're talking with, about back in the day with, with which actor? Yeah. Toby. Not, not, not the amazing. But Toby's Toby. fire. I watched those so many times. Um, Homeboy, the Amazing Spider-Man sucked though. I didn't like those. Yeah, I I, I like the original ones. They were pretty good. And I'm still kind of attached to Toby as the actor that plays Spider-Man where he had Tom Holland starting to grow on me, but I felt like he, he he's he's too popular. He's too cool. Where Toby Maguire at the beginning, like you saw him grow how he was a nerd and then became Spider-Man, which is what I think Spider-Man should be. It's funny that you say that because like Stan Lee's like this Tom Holland, this was the guy that was always meant to be. Oh Spider-Man. yeah, old Stan this was said that. Per- yeah, Stan Stan said that this was the perfect you know Spider Man. Tom Holland represented him super well. And- you know what? If Stan said it, I'm wrong. <clears throat> <laughs> the reason I kind of brought this up was because I didn't. Those were some really old Marvel flicks that I never, I never watched the old Spider-Man. So I don't have like a lot of knowledge. Now they, there was, there was a trilogy, right? Or was that a four series? Trilogy. Was there one of those that wasn't as good as the other that you guys can remember? I know. I don't imagine you guys have watched them. Um, Yes. Probably number two was, let me, which one was that? Was that the Sandman guy? No, that's number three. Number three is Sandman and Venom. Um, I would say number two is um, the doctor with the like doc, like an octopus in the sense I can't even think what his true, name was. True, true. Okay, yeah, yeah. Doc, Ock. I'm with you on that train. I like the last one with the Sandman and Venom. It's just a good tie. And the first one you got the Goblin, so that's Goblin was great. Yeah. How good was the Venom movie? I. Uh, did you guys like the new one? I like I the new one. Tom yeah, I would definitely say the new fire. one was absolutely fire because we had like the original story and stuff. Now it's not bad where in the very first Spider or the trilogy of that first Spider Man, you know, where it was what it was, but I enjoyed Venom and I'm excited for them to go to number two. Yeah. Uh this is crazy though. So ninety three percent of Google users liked it, so they're on our train loving it, right? And they thought it was a good movie. Rotten Tomatoes only gave it a 29%. Oh, that's what off. I'm saying. They they probably just didn't float them some money over there to give them a good rating. 
So the second Venom movie is scheduled to come out June 25th of 2021. Yeah, box office made $856 million on the first Venom. That's I heard that's not bad. I heard that's I, not I'm bad. not a movie guy. I don't I mean I am a little bit of an analytics guy, but that, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. I just want there to be a Venom Spider-Man movie team up kind of happen at some point. I think that could be awesome. Because like Venom is one of the which it's probably one of the biggest Spider-Man villains that are out there, I would say, right? I'm not losing my marbles here talking no, and no, thinking like good. this. No. So seeing a movie where they team up, but obviously like it's not one of those because Venom's an anti-hero. So it obviously starts with Venom beating the ever-living hell out of Spider-Man, in my opinion. And then we slowly transition. Venom's like, well, this kid's going to die. I might die. I might as well help him out. Some BS anti-hero is like, well, I mean, you owe me one now, so I'll help you now. After I, like, murder 15 people and eat their hearts. So, yeah, we played this game last time, right? So let's play it again. One through ten, what are the top grossing Marvel movies? Bryce, you're up for this. I have, I have the list up, so this is all you, my dude. Um, Obviously, Infinity War is probably one or two. Infinity Wars is number two at uh, two billion, a little over two billion, a little then, north of that. Then End Endgame is top five. Endgame probably one. Endgame's number one. They almost reached three billion. Number three would be. It's gonna be a. Um, this one will sneak yeah. This one will sneak up on you. It's gonna be an Iron Man movie. I mean, it has Iron Man in it. Oh, it's Civil War. No. Oh, it's not Civil War with Captain America. Okay. Well, I mean, is it another Avengers? It is. It is the very first. It's Ultron. Oh, wow. Okay. 623 million. Okay. Is our list well, on Marco all... right now? Our lists are the same? Uh, you're going by domestic growth? <clears throat> domestic revenue or? Total domestic, yeah. by? Okay, total domestic. I oh, was total worldwide. worldwide is just north of one billion. Okay, so so the first one was number three. So what? Ultron's number four. Ultron is number four, just north of one billion as well. Okay, so we got all the Mar- uh, Avenger movies out first. Yep. So now we're at five, and now we get to the regular movies. Yep, yep. That's number five with Iron Man. No, it's not. Ooh. It is an origin story, though. I'll give you that. Hint. Black Panther. Black Panther. Coming in north again of one billion. One of my favorites. Jesus. Yeah, number six. Um, How do you have this, this many is tough. movies that are worldwide grossing over a billion? I don't know. Is Civil War top? Is number Civil War six? Civil War is seven. Okay, so number six would be... Oh... Spider-Man. This one surprised it, me. Yeah, this one surprised me as well. This one would be Iron Man 3. Again, north of okay. 1 billion. And that, and Captain America Civil War was north of 1 billion. So that's 7. So the next one Spider-Man in the top 10? Too. 
The next one will surprise you. Yeah. So well, Spider Man, Spider Man is nine and ten. So you got Spider Man Homecoming at ten, uh, and you got Spider Man okay. Far From Home at nine. So one left. This is the dark horse of the Marvel universe. This is the one Deadpool. nobody saw coming. Who is it? Deadpool. Nope. Not nope. That Ooh, build Dr. up. Strange? That build up. That suspension for the people. And you did what with it? Nothing. Try again. Well, so it's not strange either, huh? Not strange either. Is it Captain America movie? It's not Captain America, but it is a captain. Wait, what? I just gave you it. <laughs> I gave you it. <laughs> you said it's not Captain America, but you just said Cap. It is a captain, yes. That is correct. Oh, God, save him, Cole. Save him from the madness. We talked about it earlier in the show. All right, it's I'm Captain Marvel. Come on, Bryce. Okay. I <laughs> I wouldn't have put it in my top. I mean, I get it's money-wise, but yeah. Dude, the dude, it made more over a billion yeah. dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, Marvel. So one through eight. One through eight made a billion, and then... Spider-Man Far From Home was just shy. And Homecoming wasn't too far off either. Nice. I can't, I, Marvel, Captain Marvel just surprises me. I, I never would have predicted that to be a top 10 grossing movie worldwide. Like, it, I, it doesn't make sense to me. I didn't, I like, for like a story, plot line, sure, great tie-ins or whatever, but it just wasn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't care for Facts. it. Facts. No, hundred. All right, hundred percent. I I don't think it was a horrible movie, but it wasn't one of the standout ones that you get from, um, Marvel. Let me put it this way: there are twenty two other Marvel movies that I'd rather watch. <laughs> I I don't know if I'd put Hulk so, above it. Oh no, I'd rather. I mean, isn't Scarlett Johansson still in that movie? No. You sure about this? I don't know. I don't know. But it seems like a good spot, Cole. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, people. Well, uh, this was our second part to our uh, superhero series. This is a three part. uh... You got a trilogy coming, baby. Any good show, it always has three parts to it. Bryce, anything you would like to say to the people? Nope, not really. I appreciate you guys listening, and I'm going to let Andy take over with all the information. Okay, people. We're setting you up. You know what's coming next. I'll give you a little prelude. We we did DC. We did Marvel. What do you think's coming to next? We're smashing them together in a sandwich. Stay tuned, and you're going to fucking love it. <laughs> Thank you to all for joining us three today, and I look forward to the next time when you all step into the Denim Everton.